0: Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula A podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being By show of hands, how many of us have made a bad decision? A decision that has affected you badly? Okay, I said by show of hands, if you're driving and consuming this podcast while driving on your way somewhere in the world to work, maybe you're jogging, you're running, welcome back and I'm glad that you're part of a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. I'm glad that you've joined us on today's episode. On today's podcast episode, we'll be talking and looking at a subject which is really so key within the leadership domain. And that is decision making. As leaders, oftentimes we are faced with having to make decisions that not only affect us, but affect the people that we lead. Decisions if you are a husband, that will affect your wife, and if you are a parent, that will affect your children. Decisions if you are a leader, a church. That will affect the people that you lead and the people that you serve with. And oftentimes when making decisions, we don't take all these factors into consideration. How the decisions you are making are not independent, but they are like a domino effect. If you make a wrong decision, it definitely has a ripple effect. It begins to affect all other areas of functioning. I'm reminded of how a young person just decided on a random evening to sneak out of their parents' house, steal the car while their parents were sleeping. Unfortunately, as they were going to the party where they were invited and thought they would just make a cameo appearance while the parents were sleeping and come back in the morning, slide back in, didn't reach the destination. On their way there, they were involved in a fatal accident. An accident that only not only affected them, but took the life of the person they collided with. Just imagine with me now. How that decision not only affected this young person, but it affected their parents, it affected even the other person who they collided with and whoever that person intersects with. So it's very important for us as leaders to always be cognizant of the fact that certain decisions we make either impulsively or either in an attempt to please or gratify uh, our desires and impulses might in the long run work against us. Why am I saying all this? I'm saying all this because the decisions you make as a leader, you're not only making the decisions, but the decisions you make, make you. And based on the decisions you are making as a leader, you are either preparing for the future or you will have a lot of preparing to do in the future. I wish someone told me this back in high school. I remember how it has always been my in my heart to study psychology, human physiology and psychology. I had decided, quote unquote, to actually pursue that uh, after my, my, my high school. And unfortunately, I had made the decision, but I didn't back up my decision with the work that had to go into it. After my matric year, here I was applying to study. Unfortunately, my marks were not as good as they were supposed to be. And I was denied access because my APS score was low. I had made a decision, but I didn't follow through with my actions. And because of that, I had to find myself doing something partially aligned to what I wanted to do, but not as my first choice. What did I have to do after that? I had to make a decision to make up for that shortfall. And I did. And I'm saying this to also speak to us as leaders as to how certain decisions you might make, which might have a negative effect. However, you are able to do something about that decision. Even not making a decision, as it's always said, is a decision. So oftentimes, I'm actually reminded as well of how most decisions that one makes, you can trace them to a certain relationship that you have in your life. I'm reminded again of back when I was still a teenager and how I had this. I think I recently spoke about this as well in one of the recent podcast episodes where I had a relationship and because of that relationship, I was exposed to a different uh, lifestyle that was not who I am. I found myself having to make decisions to fit in with the group uh, at the expense of having to always be in trouble with my parents where my parents were not pleased, where my parents would always have to reprimand me. I remember having a conversation, back chatting back then, which was definitely a no-no, telling my mother that she wants to choose the friends, she wants to choose my life for me, and I was so angry, felt like they want to control me. Years later, I'm actually realizing they were not actually controlling me, they were helping me be a better young person. But back then, I wouldn't hear anything of it. So decisions are very key because you you even decide. I love what uh, my father always says that leadership uh, is designed by the decisions you make. You decide to have a good day. How how your day goes is within your decision making. So what am I saying to us? I was actually reading recently an amazing, an amazing book by Andy Stanley, uh Making uh, Better Decisions, Fewer Regrets. And I cleaned a few principles which I'd like us to walk through together on today's episode which I strongly believe will help us make better decisions. There are five questions that he asks which If as a leader, you ask yourself and walk through them every time you have to make a decision, I guarantee you, you will make better and healthier decisions. I'll just quickly run through the whole five and I'll double click on one and add from there some of the things which I strongly believe are very key within our decision-making. The first question he asks is the integrity question. The integrity question asks, am I being honest with myself? Really? Am I being honest with myself? Really? This is a very important question that every leader needs to ask themselves. When making a decision, ask yourself Am I really being honest in terms of what I'm doing? Am I being honest in terms of what I'm saying? Am I being honest in terms of what I want to pursue? Really? Because oftentimes this deals with integrity. Integrity has a lot to do with what you do in secret. It has a lot to do with being integral, which speaks of being one. It speaks of how the decision you are making is it one with the person that you are becoming or the person that you are. Is it one with your values, with your morals, with your spiritual or beliefs rather, even though they might not be spiritual? Is this decision that I'm making one with the person I am and the person I profess to be? It's a very important question to ask yourself because it will ensure that it keeps you, it creates guardrails within living a life of integrity. So the first question is, am I being honest with myself? If you're not being honest with yourself, back up a bit and ensure that you do not make a decision that will compromise your honesty. The second question is the legacy question. What story do I want to tell? What's the story that you want to tell? After all is said and done, and I love this question because it begins to move you towards the future. Because whether you like it or not, as you go about living your life, you are writing a story. You need to ask yourself, what do I want people to read of the story that I'm writing? The kids that I I have or the kids that I do not have but might have in the future, my relatives, the people who will know that I once lived in my generation, what story do I want them to know of me? There are amazing examples of these where you're able to read the stories. Take, for example, for us in South Africa, who have an amazing leader, Nelson Mandela, who wrote a phenomenal story as a leader. Was it easy when he wrote his story? Definitely not. However, years later, we are a product of his story. Our country is experiencing a level of freedom that we never imagined possible. He had to endure 27 years in prison, Robben Island and Cape Town, writing a story that we can be proud of, writing a story where we could be a rainbow nation. And he had a lot of times to decide what story he would write. I remember uh, I was watching a documentary recently where he walked out of um, prison for the first time and walking out with his wife back then, Winnie Mandela, and how Uh, He had the choice to either forgive the government that was in power back then or incite violence and pay revenge. But he chose to write a story of forgiveness. And I'm using this example because his legacy lives on. He's one of the greatest leaders to walk this planet Earth. And it was the decisions that he made that set him apart. Ask yourself, and I love um, um, going through this exercise with coaching clients of how, if it was your last day on Earth, in fact, after Earth where you've passed on and it's your funeral, and people are speaking about you and the person that you are, what story would you have them share? What do you want them to say of the person that you were and the things that you did? Do you want them to speak of all the things you had accumulated or do you want them to speak of how much value added to their lives and the difference you made in every place that you you walked in? So the question is, what story do you want to tell? You have the pen and through your decisions, you are writing your story. So the first question the integrity question. The second question is the legacy question. What story do I want to tell? The third question is the conscience question. Is there a tension that deserves my attention? I love this question because it deals with your conscience or your intuition. And, and, and this is a very important thing that every leader needs to possess. Being able to read tension that you might be having. Sometimes there might not necessarily be anything wrong with the decision, but there's just that intuition in your heart, which is just stopping you. Maybe the timing is off. Maybe it's it's, it's actually not right yet. And there's quite a lot of things that you need, you can even do. In one of our upcoming podcasts, we'll be talking about that as to the timing test, being able to check the timing of what you are doing, because you might find yourself doing the right thing, but doing it in the wrong time. And I think in psychology, There was one of the theories we learned of homeostasis and how if uh, you you perturb a system, I think it was cybernetics of cybernetics, if I remember correctly, uh, before time, the system will either repel, reject, or accept the change based on your timing. And this becomes important for you as a leader to always check for tension when making a decision. Ask yourself, is there tension around my space? Are people, is it landing the way it's supposed to land? And this needs a lot of awareness, a lot of awareness. And if as a leader you lack awareness, you'll make decisions that will hurt and affect the people that you lead and serve with badly. And you might even walk over them and not even be aware because maybe they don't have room to actually voice out and share how the decision is affecting them. So always check for tension. And this has a lot to do with heart. It's a heart check. Uh, it's a heart check. It's a heart check. Check. I always say this, that leadership is not hard work, but it's heart work. A lot of the leadership flows from your heart as a leader. So check your heart. Is your heart in alignment with your decision? Is your heart giving you the thumbs up? Is your heart giving you the green light if it's giving you a yellow or amber light which is caution just back up a bit and check rather slow down rather than trying to beat the robot so that you've got time to think ahead and begin to see what you can do better so the first question again the integrity question am i being honest with myself really? The second question is the legacy question. What story do I want to tell? The third question is the conscience question. Is there a tension that deserves my attention? The fourth question, which is the one I really want to double click a bit more on, is the maturity question. I love what John Maxwell says when he speaks about maturity as to how maturity doesn't come with age. Sometimes age comes alone, And this is so true within leadership and decision-making. The fact that you're older in years doesn't mean your decisions are also older or advanced. I've met a lot of older people who are making stupid decisions. I've also met younger people who are making stupid decisions. However, the inverse is also true. I've met younger people who are making brilliant and wise decisions. Decisions that their future self will thank them for. I also am meeting older people who are making wise decisions. And this is very, very important, maybe just to throw in this nugget again. Make decisions today that your future self will thank you for. Make decisions today that your future self will thank you for. They might be unpleasant in the moment, might be painful in the moment, might be hard and odorous in the moment, but your future will thank you for them. Think of health, for example. Certain things that you do to guard and preserve your health are not always easy to do when you exercise, when you go to gym, when you eat healthier. It feels like you're depriving yourself of a lot of great benefits. I was actually taking my my mother uh, recently for a checkup. And one of the things uh, they were advising her is to cut down on sugar and um, um, oil and all these different things because of the cholesterol, et etc. Et and, 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 one of the things I took out from there is how she's amazing. She's, she's enjoying a healthy, a healthy lifestyle at about 80, 68, around about there I think is her age. And, and then one of the things is how she's always been a small eater. She's always been very intentional in terms of what she eats back then. I'd be happy because I'd always have uh, her portions because she wouldn't eat a lot but I'm just thinking now that I'm a bit older that it's actually an accumulation of the decisions that she made back then of taking a walk, of walking rather than driving uh, when it was a shorter distance, of eating healthier, of meditating, of fasting, of praying, and different decisions that she made back then are contributing to a healthier, wealthier lifestyle in her old age. So make decisions today, even within what you are eating, that your future self will thank you for. And this question speaks to that, what is the wise thing to do? Not is there anything wrong with it, but what is the wise thing to do? Because oftentimes you find people asking themselves, but it's not wrong. I get that. Is it wise? question you need to answer is, is it wise? And there's a grid that I just want to quickly walk us through that will help you make wiser decisions. The first one you need to ask yourself in light of my past experience, what is the wise thing to do? Now you begin to leverage your past and the things you went through and the things that you experienced and you begin to check, is it wise for me to do what I'm doing right now? What does this do? This begins to shine light on your strengths and your weaknesses compared to you and not to others it helps you to begin to figure out okay I've been there I've done that I've got the t-shirt it didn't end well last time so you leverage that experience and begin to filter it into your decision-making in the current reality so ask yourself take into consideration your past that's why I always work uh, this exercise when dealing with teenagers of a car and how a car has the windscreen and mirrors oftentimes I speak of how the windscreen is bigger than the three uh, mirrors the two side mirrors and the rearview mirror and the reason for that of course is because it speaks of your future which is bigger than your past because all the mirrors are showing you your past or where you come from however the windscreen is showing you the direction in which you are going and oftentimes we make the mistake of focusing too much on the mirrors rather than the window and it's very key in as much as you do need the rearview mirror to look at the back you do not uh stare At the review mirror you actually glance just to check what's going on behind you to see where you're coming from but your focus is on the windscreen so what am I saying with this use that review mirror just to check look back so that you can leverage what you are seeing on the review mirror and use that to filter in to the windscreen in terms of the direction you are headed so in light of your past experience what is the wise thing to do take into consideration your personal reality be real as a leader. If maybe in the past you made a financial decision which was not wise, leverage that that learning so that you do not waste and lose money again. Secondly, in light of my current circumstances, what is the wise thing to do? Oftentimes we focus too much on the future that we overlook the current reality. I was actually impressed so much by a book I read um, by Jim Collins good to great, where he speaks about leadership. And one of the things he speaks about in good to great is how the leaders who were good to great, they faced reality. They faced reality. They faced reality. He coins it as the Stockdale paradox. The good to great leaders were able to strip away so much noise and clutter and just focus on the few things that would have the greatest impact and that's the wise thing to do. The Stockdale Paradox uh, speaks of how retain faith that you will prevail in the end regardless of the difficulties and confront the most brutal facts of your current reality whatever they may be and that's the part of making decisions that are aligned with your current reality in as much as you are retaining faith that you will prevail in the end regardless of the difficulties you are facing currently do make sure that you're also confronting the Brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be, don't overlook them. Don't make the mistake of overlooking them. This is important because it has to do with your finances, your emotions. Maybe if there are certain debts that you have at the time, the emotional times you might be experiencing, the relationships you have, job upheavals, etc. etc. What this does, it intersects uh your reality, it intersects you with your reality financially and emotionally. Take for example the backdrop of COVID-19, where if you had to make a decision you couldn't build on on on, on COVID-19 or their 2020 as if you are building outside that context because it was a bit of sand. you're not too sure are thing's gonna open is it gonna close? what's going on? So you had to make decisions uh, not long term but being able to be agile in your leadership. so take your current reality into consideration. Are we together, Uh, podcast family? I hope this is really adding value to you and helping you to make better decisions. The third question you need to consider is in light of my current emotional state, what is the wise thing to do? And this is a big one. I often say, uh, if your emotions are not together, rather wait a bit. Never make a decision when you are emotional. If you are emotional, just don't do. It's better to not do anything when you're mad angry feeling some type of way because oftentimes we say certain things that we often regret saying we wish we could withdraw or unsay which it can't happen because we were emotional and again being emotional is never a reason for one to be rude or to disrespect so oftentimes if you are emotional rather don't communicate i always say this that allow your emotions to subside and then decide Never make a decision when you are emotional. The fourth question within what's the wise thing to do, consider the future now, which is the windscreen I was talking about. Ask yourself, in light of my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing to do? Now, this is where you begin to look at your future, looking at the direction you are going. What is the wise thing I need to do? I use the illustration of the car of how it has the three mirrors and the big windscreen. So for example, now you're looking into the window of your future. Let's say you're having a trip um, to a destination and that's future, what do you need to do now to get you to that trip? One, you need to make sure you've got a car. You need to make sure that you've got fuel in the car. This is where you begin to do certain things to the car that will ensure that you do get to the destination. And oftentimes when you do certain things to the car, it seems like there's no relation to the destination because the car is parked in your current location. However, the car needs to take you to the envisioned destination. And this is where you begin to connect your future with your current reality. This is where the rubber meets the road, where you begin to do a lot of work to the car with the hope that, or the knowledge rather, that this car will carry me to the future destination I want to get to so ask yourself considering where i'm going what do i need to do to ensure that this car gets me there the car which speaks of a vehicle in terms of um the imagery that i'm trying to use here can either be your personal growth it can be your professional future that you want uh, to live it can be your personal vision a mission statement the preferred future and that's why it's very important for you as a leader to always have a clear picture of the future so ask yourself what is the wise thing to do and this begs the maturity question and if it's not clear one of the best things that wise people do is they ask other wise people as to what to do they ask them for advice the last question is the relationship question and this is a big one it's a big one it's a big one. I was recently teaching an amazing series. Uh, in fact, I still am working on it at this time of recording uh, on love. And we were teaching uh, around the space uh, at church. And we were talking about what love is, taking it from the amazing book of Corinthians chapter 13. And one of the things I spoke of recently was John three sixteen that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And I was speaking about how love gives. Love is generous. Not only is it generous, but it's particular. In it being particular or peculiar, it's that it gives the only. It's not a general giving, but it's a only kind of giving. And I think this is part of how we make wiser decisions, where we beg and ask ourselves, the decision that I'm making, am I making this decision out of love or am I making it out of envy? Have I put love have i considered the love factor in my decision this is the relationship question which asks what does love require of me So ask yourself as a leader, when making a decision, what does love require of me? What is love? Love is kind. Am I being kind as I make this decision? Love is patient. Am I being patient as I'm making this decision? Love doesn't envy. Love doesn't want its own. Love puts the others ahead of uh, yourself. There's quite a lot that we can say within love, but let me conclude it with this. Love gives at the expense of self, whereas lust takes at the expense of others. So, ask yourself within this decision: Am I giving to the next person? Am I giving to the world at the expense of self? Or am I taking at the expense of others? So, what am I saying to us as leaders? As leaders, we are oftentimes in the decision-making seat. Always be cognizant of the fact that the decisions you are making won't only affect you, but they have a ripple effect in terms of the influence that you have. And that's why as leaders, everything we do is exaggerated. Because as leaders, we make decisions, but the decisions we make have a ripple effect to everyone else, our life and our paths cross. So make better decisions that your future self will thank you for. Thank you so much for being part of this episode. And if you are wondering how your future will look like, there's no need for you to worry because your future will be an accumulation of the decisions and the choices that you are making today. I'm glad that you decided to listen to this podcast. I encourage you to share it with your world if you believe it will help someone that you know. Please tag them. Please do share it with them so that we can ensure that we are raising a community of leaders who are making decisions that are going to change the world one individual at a time. Please do rate, review, the episode wherever you are consuming your content it helps us to reach more leaders i I please appreciate and also helps us to know how better we can serve you do remember to download the episode notes which are a great tool for application of the content the link is in the bio till we meet again in our next episode continue to take your lead well Thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you're a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.